This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. How much did you pay last time you filled up the gas tank? 416 360 or 1 866 740 It's now common to see at least $1.30 for a liter of regular at most GTA gas stations, much higher than we've seen in recent months. And get ready for the cost to go even higher. Gas price and petroleum analyst Dan McTagg is on the line with us. Dan, good to talk to you. Uh, good to be here this afternoon, Jane, and uh, sorry it's on this topic. But, I know. Uh, it's We always uh, <laughs> chat with you when it's not good news. Um, exactly. And I guess, you know, for quite some time we've had fairly good gas prices, but it just seems to have ballooned the cost in the last couple of weeks. Why? You're right, Jane. Uh, it has a lot to do with uh, the fact that uh, over several months, OPEC and non-OPEC nations have been able to get together and uh, reverse course in terms of overproducing oil. They're now underproducing oil. And that's leading uh, really to a, uh, about a $17 a barrel increase in the price of uh, oil itself, which uh, in turn is leading to slightly higher prices at the pumps. But that's only part of the story because, of course, as oil prices rise, and that may not be the case here today, you know, I'm just listening to Bob Consick's, uh news uh, report here about uh, oil dropping a bit. But the reality is that the Canadian dollar has always been able to follow oil. In other words, the more oil we sell, the higher the price of oil, the more uh, the Canadian dollar serves as a bit of a hedge against higher gas prices. That's no longer the case because we're not selling enough oil to the rest of the world uh, at world price. And uh, that means that uh, we continue to lose, you know, really purchasing power. We price all of our fuel in U.S. terms. That's the main reason why we're seeing prices moving up, of course, there is, of course, the demand picture in the United States and to a lesser extent in Canada. That continues to increase. Refineries are uh, running at uh, high levels uh, with demand and certainly making a little bit more on the side. So everyone's making a bit of money, and that's costing consumers a whole lot more than uh, what they've bargained for in the past. On the upside, when we see the price of gas go up, is there a direct correlation to a stronger economy? Uh, there is, except uh, that may not be quite the case in Canada. Um, again, our oil is only getting $41, $40 a barrel. Uh, the rest of the world is getting 65 Even the country that is a basket case when it comes to economics, uh, uh, Venezuela is still getting 55 to $58 a barrel for their oil. We, unfortunately, are stuck uh, at uh, a very low, uh, you know, $40, $42. And I just, I, I really can't be... Uh, uh, emphatic enough, Jane, about the importance, the relationship that oil has to our Canadian dollar and our currency, because our currency is not as strong as it used to be. Uh, and it, it, of course, it takes about 30 Canadian pennies to buy one U.S. dollar. If we were on par, in other words, one Canadian dollar buys one U.S. dollar, you'd be saving about 14, maybe even 15 cents uh, at the pumps per liter. Oh, so we would see that that would be the case right away if there was, uh, if the dollars were at par. Correct. I mean, we've got bottlenecks across the country in terms of rail. We have, uh, which can't deliver enough gasoline or oil to various markets. The pipelines are stuck. 
So when you hear people protesting oil pipelines, uh, Canada is one of the few countries in the world that has oil the world wants. But uh, we have a determined group of people in this country that don't want pipelines built, and that's harming the economy. It's harm, you know, really uh, sapping the federal, provincial, municipal governments and jobs uh, right across the country. Because it's not just uh, Alberta or you know Saskatchewan or to a lesser extent BC that's involved. The rest of the country benefits greatly from our ability to sell oil to the rest of the world. So, yeah, while the, you know, the U.S. economy is on fire and many other countries around the world seem to be doing very well at selling their oil, we're hemmed in and that's hurting our economy. It's also damaging uh, our ability to uh, pay for our social programs. More importantly, it also explains why so many governments are entering into larger and larger deficits beyond reckless spending. Speaking with Dan McTagg, a petroleum analyst, gas price watcher, you say there could be a new record price coming this summer, and part of that is based on the switchover from winter blends of gas to summer blends? Yeah, Jane, in the short term, we might see the price of gasoline drop a penny or so. And of course, we know here in the GTA in the evening, sometimes gas stations drop fuel by as much as uh, five, six, seven cents a litre. That's really the retail margin. But on the wholesale side, what every gas station has to pay, starting between, I would say, this Wednesday and the following Wednesday, uh, we are going to be switching over from uh, cheaper to make winter gasoline to more expensive to make summer blended gasoline. And the reason for that is simple. During the winter, we use butane, uh, very good to ignite, but not so great when subject to high temperatures. So you don't want butane evaporating. They switch that over with a component called alkylate. And alkylates are very expensive to make. They stabilize gasoline, especially in hotter weather, and they prevent evaporation. And that's why we're likely to pay, uh, beginning over the next 10 days, an additional four cents a liter. So if you don't like a dollar thirty or a dollar thirty-one, you're certainly not going to like a dollar thirty-five. And that's really the starting point. We're not into heavy driving season right now. That means that gas prices could uh, move up towards a dollar forty on some days throughout the summer. Well, gas prices have gone up so much lately that I'm finding myself doing a double take when I drive by a gas station because it it, it just seems so out of the norm to see it above a dollar thirty a liter. Yeah, hospitals are saying that there's been an increase in the incidence of whiplash. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think a lot of people are very surprised at this. We're up about almost 20 cents a litre on average across Canada right. from this time last year. That's an extra four or $500 out of your pocket. Well, we're all in this together, and certainly we want to hear from you if there's a gas station that reduces their price underneath uh, the big retailers, 416 Of course, we have uh, the foremost expert in the country on gas prices, Dan McTagg. So if you have a question for Dan, those calls are welcome as well. Let's go to Duarte in Toronto. Hi there, you're up first. How are you? I'm well. Uh, What's what's your comment or question? uh, No disrespect, but I don't believe that crap about summer and winter fuel at all anymore. Now, I think it's just another reason to raise the prices. there's different prices throughout the whole city. I can go within two blocks and have a seven-cent difference in the same uh, Esso gas station company. Uh, the prices are all over the place. Uh, and what they're doing, again, is the same they did years ago. Uh, in the morning, it'll be at one thirty-one. By the afternoon, that same gas station will be at $1.23. Yep. There's a lot of gas stations on Rutherford Road. You can do that yep. every day. I drive there every day. In the morning is one price, in the afternoon there's another. So you're telling me the price is fluctuating on an hourly basis now? Yeah, Dan, Dan, explain that because we have been seeing that lately where gas prices, where they used to be very close, all of the stations, there is that fluctuation now. 
Thanks, Jane, and thank you, Art. Thank you, Duarte. That's a very good question. Uh, one word, three we put into one: gas bar shenanigans. Let me be really clear: whether you are in Windsor, or whether you are in Toronto, or North Bay, or Peterborough, or anywhere in southwestern Ontario, you pretty much pay the same wholesale price for gasoline. Duarte, today it's a dollar eighteen taxes in. The rest, the difference between that dollar eighteen and a dollar thirty one that you're seeing is called the retail margin, and that's the one that gets compressed. They play yo-yo pricing day in day out. They fool around with that twelve cents. It's very frustrating for people, but it also suggests an opportunity if a gas station is willing to throw away what it takes for them to operate their gas station in order to compete with someone down the road or compete with uh, the big box stores, by all means, take advantage of the lower price. When I predict prices, as I've been doing for 20 years, all I see is the wholesale price. I can't account for the 12 cents a liter that the retailers are willing to throw in the garbage. Now, by the way, you mentioned Esso. Esso sold off all its stations. You'll notice most of those brands are now changing over to uh, Circle K. The, The game here is no longer to make money selling gasoline. It's to make money selling donuts coffee, whatever, potato chips, whatever inside those convenience stores. And right. I don't think it's working, but that's the way it is. Oh, that's interesting. Duarte, does that uh, help a little bit? You have a follow-up well, comment? I, I, there's a, a little bit added to that. I was just in Buffalo this weekend, and yep. with the exchange, without the exchange, the gas the price is uh, 64 cents a liter Canadian or uh, yeah. American. I just you do the exchange, you're at 70, maybe 75 cents a liter. <laughs> I think they use a lot more gas in the States than we do here in Canada. So, you know, I don't get it. Okay, let, yeah, let's respond to that. Duarte, thanks again for calling in. Let's respond, um, Dan, to uh, uh, just by crossing the border, we get an excellent deal. If you live down close to the border, it does make sense to go over and fill up and come back. Yeah, well, beyond the uh, refiners uh, in New York or their wholesalers charging about five cents less than our illustrious refiners do here, and I worked on that 20 years ago, try to prevent uh, a lack of competition. The reality is that there's also, on top of that five cent, uh, what I consider uh, to be, uh, you know, an additional amount that's being applied by Canada's virtual refinery monopoly, uh, taxes. It's 21 cents in New York State. It's 30, 41 cents here in Ontario. So there's another 12 cents a liter difference. Of course, you have to include the exchange, because when I went down there, I was uh, using it, I just got my bill back at one thirty-five. I was paying about uh, roughly about a dollar, dollar four a liter for gasoline versus a dollar thirty. So you can pretty much see the difference: five cents plus another twenty-two, uh, twenty-one cents in taxes. Those are the two major reasons why there's differences in price between ourselves and say anywhere south of the border. I think what's most frustrating for customers uh, who absolutely have to have gas to fill their cars if you have a gas-powered engine is that the the rate of increase for the price of gas does not match every other commodity that we purchase, milk, eggs, anything in the grocery store, clothing, all of those prices tend to go uh, at the rate of inflation or even less sometimes. And that that's what's frustrating. You can't budget when it comes to filling your car with gas. The most obviously traded uh, product in the world, um, more so than anything else, oil, and then less to lesser extent gasoline. And there's all sorts of moving parts in this. But one way to hedge and one way to prevent this is just use the Gas Buddy app. And if you don't, go home to look at the Gas Buddy website. It'll show you hour to hour. We've got 60 million people reporting prices uh, in any given week. Uh, you know, if you see something that's been posted uh, only an hour or two ago, that's the price that's likely there. And, you know, Jane, I'm going to be traveling back uh, 
uh, from Bob Cajun, where my father's a case manor here. And I'm going to be looking on that website to see where the best prices are. I don't want to pay $1.31 in Toronto, so I might buy gasoline, say, somewhere out in Whitby or in Oshawa. I might be able to get it for as little as $1.23, $1.22, as Duarte had mentioned a little earlier. I'm going to save myself on my 65-liter four-cylinder car. I'm likely going to save myself about uh, 5 or $6. Well, that's right. And, and every week, that 5 or $6 adds up. Let's go to Giuseppe in Toronto. Hi, you're next on Fight Back. Yeah, how you doing? Good, thanks. What uh, What would you like uh, yeah. to add? Yeah, listen, I was thinking about this gas thing. Uh, you know, I got a pickup truck, okay? And uh, I, I, I get a tank. You know, I got I put a tank in the back. I mean, it's, it's about maybe 300 liters or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. I use that. I go up to the Indian Reservation, okay? It's a buck 18 to a buck 20, I think it is. And sometimes I go up there and buy cartons of cigarettes. But the only way you can get that is to buy cigarettes. So I'll buy maybe 50 cartons. And I can get my my gas for a, a dollar fourteen. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of that? Well, yeah, you you can do that, and that's of course uh, because reserves are not required to collect taxes on behalf of government. So, you're definitely going to save doing that. And if you look at the Gas Buddy website, it'll put it there. I'm uh, maybe about twenty miles, uh, call it thirty five clicks away from uh, uh, one of the areas here in uh, I guess in Buckhorn, Curve Lake, uh, northeast of Peterborough. Uh, I could okay. probably. I'm looking at dollar fourteen, dollar thirteen, exactly what you said. Yeah, so I, this is crazy, man. I understand why. I mean, listen, the best thing to do is buy a tank, get a pickup truck, buy a tank, <laughs> leave it at home, and then when you want to fill up your car, you just fill it up in your driveway. Sounds like a new business for <laughs> you know. <laughs> it does, Giuseppe. Thanks for calling in. Let's go to Clay and Ajax. Clay, what would you like to add to our discussion? I filled up this morning at Costco for a dollar fourteen point eight. Right, I'm a, I'm a Costco shopper as well, and uh, I uh, mine is uh, at Islington in the Queensway. That Costco, and the last time I filled up was Dan. I think it was three or four days ago for a dollar eighteen or a dollar seventeen nine. Yep. No, you can't go wrong. I mean, I uh, my dog is a diabetic, and I get my insulin and my needles from Costco, and uh, with that that covers the cost of the membership, so the gas that I buy, that's just a bonus, eh? Exactly, and then you get 2% back as well. Exactly. Yes. And it, that's why a lot of gas stations are uh, are trying to drive their retail margins down to a point where they can actually get within range of Costco, but they can't simply because uh, at 114, Costco is giving it away for less than what they're buying it for, so they're cross-subsidizing it another way. Uh-huh. Uh, I know, by the way, I, I, I am a Costco member. I have the uh, Capital One MasterCard. I use it uh, there and everywhere. But I also note that if I want to use my visa, which comes with a 3% hit, Costco won't honor that. So it really, it's hit and miss here. Yes, my fees pay for this. But on the other hand, uh, sometimes I can find as good a deal anywhere else. Well, that is interesting. So every day Costco is doing a different formula, deciding whether they're going to take a little bit more profit on their gas or a little less and, and pick it up somewhere else in store. Yeah, I mean, Costco might be getting from its uh, wholesaler a, a, maybe a two-cent discount. Um, but if you look very carefully on the Gas Buddy website, right across Ontario, whether you're in, say, Catharines, whether you're in, in Niagara or Windsor or London, Chatham here in Toronto, or it's, the real differences are the last 12 cents a litre. Uh, Costco offering at 118, at uh, 114 means that they're taking a beating. And, mm-hmm. of course, they can do that to a certain extent, but you've got to ensure that people are buying something else to make up the difference. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, a family of five kids, I have no choice. We have to go to Costco, and uh, we're very happy with the savings. However, 
it is uh, very much because of Costco that we're seeing these fluctuations that uh, uh, your earlier caller, uh, Duarte, and even Giuseppe had mentioned. Uh, you know, there are differences in prices, and they are very much the result of uh, Costco and big box stores basically using gasoline as a loss leader. We'll uh, continue here, Dan. Just a couple more calls before we let you go. Gas price watcher Dan McTagg on the line with us, and Bob in Etobicoke is with us as well. Hi, Bob. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. <laughs> I drive a pickup truck, which uses a lot of gasoline, and I do a lot of, of highway driving going up north. And I found what I do is I have a Canadian Tire card, and I pay everything. I pay my phone bill in it and everything. So if I go over the $1,000 a month, which is most of it's gas anyway, I save 10 cents a liter. Yeah, that's a lot. And, and, you know, for example, I was in Barrie the other day, and it was down to dollar fifteen. And I got ten cents off of that, so I paid it a, a dollar five. And wow. if you use the card properly, you you, know, you save. And there's more Canadian tires than there are Costco's. What I don't like about the Costco's is a lineup. Yes. You wait and wait and wait. With Canadian tires, you just go in and out, and it's quick. But I save ten cents a liter every time I buy gas, right. and uh, I buy a lot of it. But you have to spend on that card a minimum of a thousand bucks a month. So that's how I do it. So you're using that exclusively. That is your exclusive credit card then? Well, basically, yeah. yeah. Sometimes there is no Canadian tires, and then I have to use my visa. Right. That's another matter. Okay, Bob. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the tip. Uh, And Dan, before we let you go, any any more tips for consumers? Because we all have to buy gas to fuel our cars. Yeah, I mean, uh, Canadian Tire, by the way, offers uh, premium if you're ever using it. I don't, but I've been told... uh, far less than most others. They save another four cents there. So big box stores have really changed the dynamic, so much so that, of course, uh, gas stations, the big uh, oil companies have gotten out of the business of selling gasoline at the retail level. There's no money in it. All the money's in the stores, and, of course, that's why, despite prices going up, uh, consumers have an advantage. At least you're not paying $1.55.9 as they are today in Vancouver. I'm getting a lot of calls on that. I don't think we're going anywhere near there, but uh, be mindful that taxes are uh, spent by uh, you know politicians making promises and, more importantly, carbon taxes, which we didn't have a few years ago. All these things add up and then multiplied by 13%. Something's got to give. Dan, we thank you for your time. We'll speak with you again because this is obviously going to be uh, an issue going into the summer. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me today, Jane. Thank you. Petroleum analyst Dan McTagg here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. I'm Jane Brown for Libby Snymer. And coming up next, the landscape of the provincial election is changing with the Wynn Liberals gaining ground on the Doug Ford PCs. We discuss the latest poll in just a minute. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.